Well, hey, everybody, it's Bob Nagan, and I have one of my favorite retailers, Platinum Mastermind Group alumni, Maurice, uh, Maurice, Maurice, let's start <laughs> No, we should start it right there. I know her so well, I can't even get her name right. Maureen Doran. Hi, Bob. <laughs> I apologize for that bonehead move. So, Maureen, thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate your time. There's no one I like to talk to more than you, Bob. Good, good. Well, at least you got my name right. So, uh, Maureen, so so the first thing, uh, please share with uh, everybody who's watching this or listening to this. Tell us a little bit more about Skirt, how many stores you have, what, you know, what's your niche, how did you, just give us a little background information. Sure, if you sure. Um, my name is Maureen. I have three stores in the Philadelphia area. Um, my, I've been in business 19 years. Um, I sell high-end women's clothing. Um, and our, our average sale is about $500. So that can give you a, a, a sense of like our, our price point. And it's definitely like, you know, a more luxury customer. Yes, good. And uh, so the reason that I, I I wanted to talk to you today, besides the, I just wanted to talk to you, Maurice, uh, <laughs> is so Maureen has a tremendous, uh, she, uh, Maureen executes at a really, really high level. And one of her programs that has been very successful for her, and I really wanted to share with everyone, or I wanted her to share, uh, is this uh, is his or clienteling uh, program because you know while we're in this uh, disruption that's been caused by the coronavirus there's going to be a lot less foot traffic and on our whizbang retailers page there's been a lot of uh, conversation around cutting store hours back and uh, cutting staff hours and I think that that is not necessarily the best strategy. The best strategy is to do more with your most important asset, which is your customer base, but you need to know how to do more with your customer base and clienteling and Maureen's clienteling program is just a, you know, it's, it's not simple, but it's brilliant and it's beautiful. So Maureen, first of all, how would you define clienteling for us? Um, I would define clienteling as um, a strategic plan to um, really know your customers, classify your customers, um, and assign them to your staff members in um, a strategic way, but not in a way that causes infighting or anything like that. We have really strong core values in our um, company. We play nice just like you learned to do in nursery school, but we strategically match our customers to our staff. And that is the best way to make sure no customer goes unseen, unhelped. No customer falls through the, through the cracks because we have this clienteling program. Right. Wonderful. So, you know, as you know, and as most of the people who have been part of our community for any amount of time have heard me say there's only three ways to grow your business, get new customers, increase the average ticket and increase the number of transactions. 
per customer. And I think, and, and, and you can speak to this, this whole idea of clienteling and assigning uh, every customer is assigned to one of your stylists is absolutely the best way. I mean, what an incredibly efficient way to get more transactions per customer and dramatically increase the lifetime value of a customer. Am I correct? Yes. The, 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 when I share with you my um, average sale, I should also have shared that it wasn't always that high. We got right. it to be that high by through clientele or through our clientele program. Yes, my price points are high, but um, we we have seen that number grow significantly through our clientele program because we work diligently. We classify our clients through as A, B, and C clients based on their spend, your their yearly spend. And our goal is constantly to be moving our C clients into the B column and our B clients into the A column. And we incentivize our team on that. We coach our team on how to do that. And a customer who spends $25 with us is just as important as a customer that spends $2,500 with us because there is so much potential to every single customer that walks through our door. And yeah. that's, we see the potential in every, we know how hard it is to get someone to walk through our door. So once they do, they're gold to us. <laughs> that's We're right. Constantly mining that customer. Well, and I want to share something else or just an observation, and you can speak to it, of course, is this whole idea going back to the three ways to grow your business. My guess is that your customers bring you more, your current customers, because of the attention they get and the service they experience and the experience the experience they experience uh, when they're in your store. I mean, they are probably a, you know, a tremendous source of re referrals. So not only are they spending more, their average ticket has gone up. Not only are they coming into your store more often in their annual spend and their lifetime spend is bigger, but you're getting new customers because of this whole program too. Am I correct? It is astounding. It's astounding how many C customers all right, so uh, we're back. If it, if, there, if, if it seems like there was a cut in the action, it was because. It is because there was a cut in the action. We had some technological difficulties, but we're back. And Maureen, we were talking about, or you were talking about, how I think the word you used was astounding, how astounding it is, how many times you can turn C customers into A customers, or how the process Brings you I, new customers. We're talking about referrals, and I was saying it was astounding how many C customers refer A customers. Oh, how now that is interesting. Experience, how great experience with a C customer brings us a lead that becomes an instant A customer. Oh. That is the power of giving great service to a C customer. That is yes. the power of treating a C customer like an A customer. Right, right. And clienteling to a C customer. Clienteling to a C customer. So uh, do you have any, any stories around that? or? Uh... Yeah, so we um, just had a referral. And uh, so one of the other powers of clienteling is that we keep such good track of it. The, the story that's coming to mind instantly is that when a when a, when a, we call our um, sales stylists, yeah. when a stylist... A stylist who had been with me for four years, she was a top dog. She was awesome. 
she gave her notice and she would had been with me since this what my my third location opened and you know that initial panic sets in but i knew i was covered because we have this clienteling program so i knew i, I had documented all of her clients i knew them inside and out i knew their spends i knew everything about them so i knew that this transition would be okay and through one of her clients who um was this was a c client but she was a client she, during this transition that we were already nervous about we were transitioning this stylist's whole client list to new stylists there also was a referral happening and we were like okay great referral let's take it let's she the c client referred a new client we did an in-home appointment with them it was an instant it was a ten thousand dollar sale at, at there you go from <laughs> someone who we, you know we had no idea what the potential of this referral was going to be because the person who was referring them was a c client we were thought we were maybe going to get another c client out of it which we were happy to get but we didn't have we did not expect this and it all happened during this transition from a, a stylist who was leaving but right. because we had such great records because we the logistics were so set and we had this system so damn pat not only did the transition from one stylist to a new stylist happen seamlessly the referral happened seamlessly. We got a referral that resulted in a ten thousand dollar transaction. That's that's awesome. So I, I want to make a point, and then I then I want to get and and I know that everybody's watching this. I goes, this sounds awesome. Tell me more how I do this. But I, I want to make the, a point before that, and I alluded to it earlier. Is Maureen executes at a really high level, and so when she talked about that. You know, I mean, she has the, the the data. She knows how to use the data. She has her team using the data. You, you've built the, the the structure and the policies and the procedures around it so that it can work. So if you're sloppy, you're not going to get the benefit that you could from a program like this. But if you're tight like Maureen is, uh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you get exponential growth a great idea is wonderful. Everybody likes great ideas, but a great idea executed at a really high level, that's how you start really, really making magic in your store. And I loved, uh, you know, I just loved when Maureen was in the Platinum Mastermind Group. You were in the Platinum Mastermind Group for what, three years, I think? Four years, Bob. Four years. <laughs> See, I've already forgotten her name. She was in the Platinum Mastermind Group for four years. But for four years, one of the things that I loved about Maureen, and there is there are a couple people like that in the current group, uh, you know, she would have an idea and you could see the excitement about the idea. But what I loved is and what Susan loved as the leaders of the group is we knew that it was going to be an idea that would come to fruition in that there would be benefits, you know, culture and, and but most importantly, dollars that came from that. So uh, that, uh, thank you. That it, it really it, that's the, I, I love hearing stories like that. So now for our for the people who are listening. Give us a little, uh, you know, the, 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 the short version of how you started it. I, you know, like I remember hearing the story of how Bob you had the meeting. I, Bob knows I have a problem with brevity, but I will try to condense. <laughs> okay. So like probably a lot of you, I started out 
you know, with encouraging all of my stylists to keep books. And they were notebooks, spiral notebooks, where we wrote down as much information as we could about our customers. Sue Smith, brown hair, likes the color navy, favorite brands are. And we tried to keep track of our clients that way. And yeah. that worked for a long time. We kept notes on our clients. And that's how we, our best salespeople clientele, that's how they kept track of their clients. Then we Book tried to up our game from there and keep, um, you know, printed out pieces of paper in, in, in three ring binders where we clientele like that. Try to really document things that way and keep it neater and cleaner. And, and then we, through the platinum, platinum app, mastermind that's when i really upped my game and knew we need to take it to another level so we keep a google doc and it's a non-negotiable standard that you have to update update your google doc weekly we classify every person's we took our top um believe it i believe we're working on about a thousand top one thousand clients right now um that number changes based on our um based on the number as our client base grows. Um, and we assign those top 1000 clients to our staff. We then classify them into A, B, and C. And now we've also started to categorize those clients out into other subsets like sale customers. Everybody knows and loves, we really love those customers who only shop our sales. They're just as important as the customers that shop year round. And we classify those customers and we're constantly shifting them and adding to them and it is the responsibility of the stylist to update that list weekly so at at the end of the day we print a report of everybody who came in and shopped and it's up to the stylist if they like to update their list weekly or if they like to update their list daily and they are adding things to their list like when they last outreach to them what their spend was so that we're tracking what these customers yearly spend is so that we can compare it to last year's yearly spend to make sure we're on track to increase their yearly spend over ly and of course customers fall out people move people die people stop shopping with us so when you you have a big a customer fall off your list as it of course is going to happen that's okay we're going to replace it we're going to replace your A customer that you lost with a new A customer, and then we're going to replace your C customer. So it's this constant moving. And the thing that we learned through years of doing this is that we need great managers because this is a big job for our stylists, and they need to be on the floor selling all the time. So they need great support from great managers to help them manage these lists. Some people are great at it. They're tech savvy. They can do this easily and quickly. Some people hate google docs they like pieces of paper so those are the people that the managers really have to help them and say can i just write this down on a piece of paper and you help me with my google doc and we're happy to do that we know our staff's strengths and weaknesses and we are there to help them do what they do best which is sell but this google doc has to be managed it is our, our lifeblood we get That's so right. much valuable information out of this and we're constantly saying to our stylists what how can this how can this google doc it can't just be this document that we want to be perfect all the time how can it help you what helps you about this some say i need to have the phone numbers 
and I need to know how much they spent. And we say like, okay, here it is. Some people say like, I don't want the phone numbers. I want the email addresses, or I don't want to know how much they spend. That number stresses me out. Can you hide that column for me? Just tell me who I need to reach out to this week. So our managers are constantly working with our stylists to make this document super usable to them. Some stylists like to know, tell me the five most important people for me to reach out to today. But it's all there at a touch of a button so that we're constantly knowing who to reach out to. Some people like to get really into this document and they add information like, what their favorite brands are. And we can sort the document by, they love denim. So every time a new denim shipment comes in, they can sort their list and say, okay, I'm reaching out to all my denim lovers this week. Like I said, we've no, we now know that sorting it by people who love to shop a clearance sale is a given. All of our lists have that documented. So there's lots of variations into how this list work can work and work for you. but. I also want to say that as I've talked to other store owners about this, this is not just for high-end shoppers. Thank you. Yes. It's for everybody. It's for pet store owners. It's for sneaker stores. It's for high-end to low-end customers want to hear from you when you get new product. Well, it, it's really as a, to hear from, from you. Because, you know, so so you, you, you are in uh, affluent suburbs of Philly, so I have to imagine there's, there's high-end – uh, department stores that you're competing with. Well, I know there is. I'm just saying that for the <laughs> the high end, you know, department stores that you're competing with all the time. And would you agree with the statement that your number one competitive advantage at Skirt is to create an experience that's far superior to what they'll find at a Neiman Marcus or something like that? I mean, they've got their own competitive advantage. You've got a secret weapon right here. A hundred percent. I. Uh, before we got really good at this, we would feel a drop in business when it was Neiman Marcus or Bloomingdale's Friends and Family Week, and they could offer 20% up. We don't even know when that happens anymore because (laughs) our, our, our customers do not care because they want to shop with us. They, we have that kind of connection with our customers on a daily basis, almost that we don't need, that's not even a blip on our radar screen anymore. Well, that's that's how awesome. connected we are with our customers. That is great. And, and I want to make an observation here, too, if I may, Maureen. So uh, the first thing is that Maureen isn't there doing managing that spreadsheet because a lot of owners feel like something like that is something that needs to be done. Maureen is a, a visionary. She saw it. She saw the value of it. She put it into place and her team actually is what. Uh, what does it? I want to make another observation is a lot of people think that a manager needs to do it. And I don't even know that that's true. It just needs to be done. If you have somebody who really likes that technical stuff, let them do it. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. In my stores, I have three stores. One manager in one of the stores happens to really love tech and loves this sheet. So he happens to be a manager, but it didn't wouldn't need to be a manager. He helps all three stores because he's so good at it. So it's getting a little wonky or we need we've you know, he'll stop in and be like, oh here, I'll help you. And in five minutes he's helping Got it all squared away. You know, he gets it all squared away. Like you do have to constantly stay on top of it or else it'll just take longer to catch up. So it is something that you have to touch every week. Um or else it will just take longer to catch up. But it doesn't need to be a manager. It is just data entry. 
but find one person who who likes this. It's not hard to do. It's super simple, it, um, and it's so impactful. Great, great. So uh, I've heard the story, but I'd like you to tell the story because uh, so you decided to do this and you decided to go past your top hundred or whatever it was at the time. And you decided that every single person on your database was going to be assigned a stylist. And uh, so you had a a meeting and 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 I really enjoyed hearing about the process of divvying up the customers between your stylists. Can you share that? Yeah, of course. So we had um, all we had an all employee meeting and we got together around the big table and I was a little nervous. I thought people were going to argue and be mad and say, like, she's my customer. No, she's my customer. Um, but I had Bob in my head, in my ear, in my mind, and I, you know, knew it had to be done and it was important. And I, all my fears were for nothing. We sat down, we got the list out and we started reading them aloud. And some of them were obvious. Oh, that's my customer. Oh, that's my customer. And as soon as we got into a rhythm, because I hire wonderful women and I have one man and men, um, it, the, the generosity just started and just rolled through. You take her. Okay. Okay. Well, then you take the next one. And it flowed so easily and so naturally that it just worked. It worked so easily. And then as we go, it continues to happen naturally. So we encourage open, honest dialogue about it always. So the, the it's a living, breathing document. So if someone starts walks in and if a customer walks in and they're on someone else's list and you start helping them and then you have a great time with them, you just go to your fellow employee and say, Hey, I helped Mary, Mary Sue yesterday. I really liked her. Can I grab her from your list? Sure. Of course. Really? Why don't, uh, all the time. Why don't you take Rebecca? I, I think you'd be a really great fit with her. They're constantly trading and going back and forth. And, and, and if you don't mind, no, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that there's never um, moments where we have to get manager involved and there's never little tiffs or arguments. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There's of course there's issues like that, but we're grown women. We are we know how to work out our differences with open, honest dialogue and fair communication. That's what we do here. This is a business and we work it out. That's great. But I, if, if you don't mind, I, I want to jump in because this is important. Uh, your salespeople are on commission. So they the are. fact that they're sharing these, that, that, that they're open and sharing and they realize what goes around comes around is a testament to the culture that you've created. And this was the other thing that came out of it. When we div- divvied up those lists, we realized that there were some customers that were A customers that were just like really lovely customers that had been our customers for a long time that everybody helped. So nobody helped because they were such regulars and they were comfortable being helped by everybody. Nobody reached out to them. So so what did you you do with those people? We said, Oh my God, somebody has to own this person. (laughs) And once we did that, it was like four or five big heavy hitters. Once we assigned them to somebody, their business, their spend exploded. It was like, oh, my God, I could not believe we hadn't assigned them to somebody. And all we had to do was start saying, like, hey, your favorite new designer came in. Hey, happy birthday. Here's a gift card. Hey, heard you got a promotion at work. Send them flowers. 
that once we did that with four or five people that were just lovely people that everyone kind of helped whenever they came in, that right there was a huge increase in volume. That, that's awesome. That's so great. And so now, uh, so so I would like to bring the conversation back to uh, something that you said earlier, and then sort of you know take your have your take on uh, why this should be really really put into place right away, you know, with the whole coronavirus thing. So you, you made a very interesting point that I so strongly agree with, and I, I'm I'm so happy to hear you say it. Everybody can use this. Pet stores, yeah. people love to hear from. I mean, so so you you've been in the platinum mastermind group. You you've been you've worked with lots and lots of different industries. Speak to that whole thing for us, please. Yeah. I just feel like I'm I, I'm a business owner. I'm also a customer. I just think that it is doing your customers a disservice if you are not in contact with them, if you are not telling them when products, services, things are out there that they want to, to 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 buy that they want to do if they're not hearing from you i'm almost offended if you don't right. tell me what's going on in your store and i'm shopping with you yeah so that works whether i'm buying a five dollar product or a five hundred dollar product the price does not matter i want to give you my business and i want to hear from you and i want to feel a personal connection with you now more than ever that's right you know something that when i teach marketing uh, i say when somebody joins your loyalty program or someone gives you their contact information they're figuratively raising their hand and saying please market to me yeah. this yeah. is the most this is this is like the ultimate honor for a customer to give to a give permission to a business. Yeah. And then how do you how do you honor that permission? And clearly you have systematized yes. your honoring of that. Yeah. So the way we well, clientele, I think this is implied, but maybe needs to be said, is that we start, we assign these customers and then we reach out to them. We have found that the way our customers mostly be preferred, despite their age, because my customer base is from 20 to 70, um, with the main base of my business being probably women in their late 40s and 50s, is they prefer to text message. Um, so we're texting them saying, hey, this just came in, sending them pictures. Hey, we're having a sale, pop in, that type of thing. And that works for almost every business, whatever you're selling, whether it's quilting products, pet food, gift store, everything. And everything. Everything. And I think that they will tell you if they don't want you to reach out to them via text. And once your staff makes a connection with a customer, they can say, hey, isn't this a great candle? Do you want me to text you the next time we get a shipment of new scents in or the next time this, this line we get a new shipment in? They'll tell you right then and there. Okay, great. I'm Sue. I'm going to text you the next time we get a new shipment in from this this company. I think you're yeah. going to love it. That's yeah. as simple as that. That's that, it's just awesome. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because I agree. And so uh, I think that, you know, there's a couple of things. First of all, if you walk up and down the street of any town or, you know, any suburb or any city and you go into independent retail or you go into any retail store, you'll see people standing around. And when you have, uh, you know, robustly instituted the clientele program that you're talking about, there is never an excuse for people to stand around anymore, is there? Yeah, because well, right now, I mean, we are quiet today because we are in a town where 
our schools are shut down, all the stuff you're hearing about. But my staff is busily sending boxes, booking, booking private appointments, booking in-home appointments. We are prepared to find other ways to do business for, for the next couple of weeks. And that is, uh, you know, that is a direct result of us having these very personal relationships with our clients and having a list ready to go to, to, to reach out to them client by client. That's right. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I think especially with this giant disruption and who knows how long it's going to last, you know, there are some, you know, in, in, for everybody who is watching this, you know, we will share more marketing ideas. We will share, you know, ways to communicate with your customers. But at the, at, you know, and the reason that I wanted to, uh, to, to interview you, Maureen, is because it, this is really, if people are feeling anxious about traffic being down, you know, one of the things that, you know, that you know that I've always said is the only way to respond to stress is with action. When you understand clienteling, even if you don't do it the way that you do it, you know, you evolved your program over several years. If you have a customer database and a telephone or a computer, you can start doing something. You can start making it happen. How, what would you, I mean, do you agree with that statement? A hundred percent. Client by client by client. That's how we, that's how we do it. Like that's how you start. Yeah. That, that that's exactly right. So that that is that that thank you so very much for all of that information and for your generous spirit. So is there anything that you would like to say to all of the retailers, anybody who's watching this before we sign like, off? I would like to say something that you say to me often, and I have to repeat myself: don't let perfection get in the way of progress. I have a <laughs> giant Google Doc that's coded a million different ways and all that, but I would just say just start. Just start with one list, one sheet of paper, one 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 salesperson, ten clients. Just start because it's super impactful. Even if you have a list of ten customers and one salesperson, and you start keeping track of it, it will have an instant impact. That's great. That's great. So, Maureen, I hope that uh, well, I know that you are are going to weather this storm just fine. Uh, and uh, so again, thank you so very, very much for for being so generous with all of your information and your spirit. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, everybody. Stay healthy. Stay positive. We'll get through this all together. We have a great community here at Wizbang, and we'll keep talking to each other and trying to stay positive. That's right. That's right. Be grateful. Stay positive, and keep working at it. So yep. good. Thank you, Maureen. Thanks.